I know you can use it for other stuff, but like that's what comes to mind. You know? Okay, I started this bot to start. Uh, I think the limit to how long it is, but like I don't know what that limit is, so we're just gonna go in, okay? <laughs> oh, uh, let's let's say let's say like an hour. Let's say like an hour. Okay. Yeah, that sounds fair. We'll do it like that. All right, so wait, let, let's give it a little pause real quick. All right. Yo, so welcome everyone. It's been a been a long time, but that's how each of our episodes go. We usually go for a yeah. bit and then come back. Um, welcome to the Mad Therapy Podcast. You got your boy, your boy Johan here, Florencio and Nas D Wolfwood. Yes, sir. All right, how you guys? How you guys been? I've been drunk, man. Nah, I'm not drunk at all. That's a yeah. I was like, <laughs> not a single thing. <laughs> dude, not dude. Nas, Nas is like one of my friends that it's like he's so good at like making his tone of voice exactly the same when he's bullshit. It's like, you know, like you believe it for a second because you you can't tell he's lying in the tone of his he'll, voice. He'll say something like really foul to you, and you just kind of have to like sit there and deal with it because like yeah. you don't know. You have to like you have to like, comprehend. Keeps him on the toes, bro. <laughs> all right then so yeah. this is this is it's kind of it's a few days late um but it's okay we finally got together to do it um volume 10 i feel like it's kind of kind of poetic our volume 10 like kind of like our, our our first double digit pod like for real double digit 9.5 didn't count um our first real double digit pod is kind of celebrating the man himself, Daniel Dumile, Doom. I mean, all motherfucking caps. All caps. When you spell the man's name, bro. The metal Even face villain. Metal fingers. Yep. Of the super villain, Thurvon King Ghidorah. King Ghidorah. Um, just Doom by itself for one album. Collaboration. Also mad with the mad legend. villain. Danger Doom, and JJ, JJ Doom, Doom uh, Neruvian Doom. Yeah, but there's that one too. Uh, uh, Doom uh, Star. Yeah, Doom. the project never came Star out. Doom. So much, man. Power. I mean, at least at least we did get like we got we got like a few a few showings of Doom Starks, but unfortunately we didn't yeah, get the whole project. They released two singles. They released two singles. Yeah. They just didn't get the whole project. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Sucks. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, like. Where'd you guys like like? Yeah, what's our I mean, we, what's should start, we should start with the beginning. With Doom. Yeah, I want to hear you guys first because you guys have heard mine like all. The... <laughs> Honestly, I kind of forget it though. But like, I'm gonna get a re refresher in this pod anyway. Why don't you go That's first? That's kind of because like I never though. heard yours. Word. So I remember mine vividly. So back in the eighth grade, I used to be in a, a after school program that uh, dealt with music, and we used to write rhymes and it helped us you know convey our thoughts and shit you know? mm -hmm. yeah all that gucci shit mm -hmm. so my mentor and, and teacher for that was a christian rapper he wasn't like a super brainwashed one but he was really really good did mm. some dope oh, shit okay. and he showed me a couple of things so he showed me um lupe one of lupe's early mixtapes which was um a rhyming ape where he was rapping over the gorillas beats and i fell in love like with 20, that 20, right? yeah this is like 20 yeah, 2010. Yeah. And he showed me L's eyes, Illmatic. And I was like, no way. Because you were like, because you were like, bro, this dude has my same name. Like, 
Not even that. It's, it's him doing the entire Illmatic with yeah, live instruments yeah, and then yeah, yeah, putting yeah. his own flavor on it. Yeah. And the last thing he showed me was One Beer by MF Doom. Oh, that's that was like the first the, Doom that's like track. One of the best songs to start with, dude. Yeah. So as soon as the beat comes on, I'm like, yo, this sample is fire. And I hear this guy, he's a little off beat. He's like, he's, he's, he's doing these rhyme patterns and multi-syllables that are actually like pretty dope. And they're rapping about fucking food. And then you hear like the little, yeah. the, 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 the Fantastic Four samples at the end. And I'm like, yo, mm-hmm. what is this? Is This is so dope. Yeah. And that was yeah. my introduction to all three of artists, but <clears throat> Doom stuck out the most. Obviously, mm-hmm. I love Lupe and Elzai, but Doom stuck out for me and for the next like two years after that i was just deep searching torrenting all the albums trying to scrounge out money for like cds mm-hmm. i would like listen to mad villainy and niggas would be like yo you listen to looney tunes beats my nigga and i'd be like damn you're right damn, though bro. that's what that's they would <laughs> describe it yeah dude it's whatever though. i see where they're coming from though that hella sounds like something like people who don't listen to i guess independent yeah. music would say yeah. Well, it's like ab- about like how old were you when they said that? I was like, I want to say thirteen. So yeah, no, that's like sense. that's like the prime age for for kids to be like, nah, bro, I'm too old for this stuff. Like, and it's like he's got he got like cartoons in the background and everything. So it's like he like kids yeah, like yeah. that would especially be like, nah, like in bro, the outros and intros and songs. Yeah, yeah. It was just funny listening to that and then doubling back, like going back and be like, yo. Uh, he made the beat for Ghostface's album in 06. Oh, he did the beat for this and that. And you're like, yo, this dude's been around for a minute. Then you, yeah, you research like, further and you're like, yo, he used to be a whole other nigga. Yeah. And that was the appeal. <laughs> that yeah. was the appeal of Doom. It's like, yo, he used to be in this group in the 80s, late 80s. He was taking, he was taking pictures with uh, Pac and Easy e and shit. And you're like, wow. Wow. This yeah, is yeah, fucking he was on he was, he was one of the MCs uh, discovered by MC Search. He also discovered Nas mm-hmm. too. He yeah. put both of them on. Yeah, shout out to Search, bro, because he, yes. he 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 bro, was telling what he saw. Definitely. Yeah, he said that he said that in the interview that I watched too. <clears throat> but yeah, man, that just yeah. He, he finding that and going down that uh, rabbit hole. You guys living on the uh, East Coast? Sorry to cut you off, but yeah, he was even on the Stretch and Bobito show. Hey. Yeah, yeah, that that like most popular uh, New York '90s hip hop program. Mm. Yeah, like finding Doom and then going down that rabbit hole and then eventually discovering people like Knowledge and more Mad Lib and other shit and then beat tape culture. Mm. Stones like, Throw, J Dilla. Yeah, Stones Throw, J Dilla, definitely Dilla. That became one of my favorites. Like hearing Doom and then eventually getting my way to fucking donuts. It's like, bruh. That's, so, that's fucking cool like he was like a gateway for you like, yeah and it, it's not all him but it's like a lot of him yeah i feel like i hear that a lot with like a lot of a lot of like people our age that listen to doom yeah um like a lot of people when they find when they find doom it was like it kind of opened them up to like a lot more um it's kind of nuts people describe it as like he opened them up to like a whole avenue of like other rap that they didn't mm. know existed bro you mean rap's not Eminem <laughs> not even that yeah. you know people just just like that it's always like that like stereotype people push it's like oh it's just a bunch of fucking like 
hood music about killing each other and you know having hella sex, doing hella sex drugs, selling hella drugs. You know? Shit, if you like, if you already that's, had that's those thing, thoughts, that's the thing I. You might need yeah. to just put on your clan's hood or something. Yeah, but, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But how about you, uh, Johan? I mean, yeah, I've, I've like told you guys about it a little bit. Basically, like, so I think I was like, I had listened to some stuff. Like, I was starting to. I think like it was like sixth grade or so sixth grade like i got i got like my first ipod like i got like an ipod shuffle and then like i got a phone um and that was kind of me like searching like i was searching up my like music i was kind of listening to stuff that i never listened to before it started a lot with like dubstep and like rock and then and then it kind of branched out into more like rap but it was back then it was like i, I was just listening to like a lot of the bigger names like uh like you know like fucking Pac, Biggie, uh, Eminem, things like that, like Nas, that's where I found Nas, um, but it was, like, freshman year of high school, like, the end of high school, uh, fre- freshman year, where I was on 4chan, right, and I was on the, like, Mew, the music board, yeah, and, oh, is that how you pronounce it, I've been saying Mew the whole time, you have to it doesn't, bro, I don't know, no one fucking, <laughs> there's no yeah, pronunciation, yeah, yeah, I've been saying, saying slash Mew the whole time, like, I mean, Bro, it's either one. <laughs> but uh, basically i was like uh basically i was like uh i found a thread and the thread was just like was was a dude who was like yo i'm like i kind of want to get into more hip-hop but i don't know where to start uh do you guys have any like have any like um artists i definitely should listen to maybe more underground ones uh and someone bro someone posted someone went like mf doom he's your favorite rapper's favorite rapper and i'm like that's so that's so that sounds so crazy but i like this guy's math it looks cool so i searched up i searched up a song by him and the first song i ever heard was doomsday and i was like hearing the beat i was like because because at this point none of the artists i was listening to like none of the rappers i listened to like had this kind of sample based like production in the there's way there's a lot of detail did, in that I mean? in that beat too yeah like it's yeah it's, it's like, a good i didn't really have it for sure i didn't really have it because like think about it think about it like i was listening to i was listening to people like you know Pac, biggie like eminem and like nas and like i yeah yeah i guess the yeah, standards like, i guess you know yeah i had that standard in my head of like kind of like what a what a rap beat like sounded like so when i'm hearing like this like kind of more sample based, like yeah and it was it was just so like damn like i was really I was really feeling it, um, but then like I think I listened to like Mad Villainy, right? And I kind I liked half of Mad Villainy and didn't like the other half because I didn't like that he kind of rapped off beat a lot and like how he sounded. Uh, it took me a few listens to like finally be like, no, nah, no, I definitely like Mad Villainy. But like I think once I did, it was over. Um, <laughs> uh, I think be- I I talked about before before then. Um, I had a friend who used to play Earl all the time, and I didn't like Earl at all. I was like, I hate this Earl or Tyler or anything like that. And I think once I started listening to Doom, I kind of had that gained a little more respect for that. And then that led to me listening to people like, you know, listening to people like Earl, listening to people like Tyler. Um, a couple years later, that would me- lead me to like kind of experimenting a little more. So when I'm I listening to people like Milo, um, like bus driver like things like that you know what i mean and yeah he, he probably kinda, made the way for dudes like milo too yeah and then definitely obviously like doom led me to people like dilla and like nujibes like um mm-hmm. and like especially nujibes because i was like bro what and then both 
And the doom obviously led me to the boondocks. <laughs> to actually watch the rest of the boondocks. <laughs> oh, okay. So, I don't know. Like, I, I kind of, like, I'm with Nas here where, like, doom opened up shit for me, like, a lot. Like, I think, I think so without doom. hip hop virginity. Yeah, I think without Doom, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have kind of appreciated just weirdness more. Like now, like I love when shit's just weird. Shit just sounds weird. Shit's just cool. Like I, I love it so much now. And I think without, without Doom, I wouldn't have kind of opened up. Now, do I think I would have been like, you know, 90s hip hop the only real hop no no i still probably would have been like you know i would still have been learning about stuff but i think without doom i wouldn't have been more open-minded for like everything else i probably wouldn't listen to all the shitty soundcloud rap i do now if without doom i'm gonna be honest <laughs> do it without doom i wouldn't have listened to gex <laughs> oh damn damn you're bringing it back that big man like yeah because i wouldn't i wouldn't literally everything for you <laughs> bro without That's doom nuts. i wouldn't have listened to bjork bro probably like i like you know what i mean like That's i wouldn't have nuts. i wouldn't have gone like, you know what I mean? with because i wouldn't have experimented but... you know what yeah i would say something similar with like hip-hop in general because i got put on to every single other genre besides the music i grew up with as a kid like through samples the sampling mm-hmm. yeah. like well, if anything, Florence, you're like, like, how about now? Because, like, obviously, you know enough Doom now. So, like, <laughs> like, how do you think, like, Doom has kind of, like, influenced, like, you? Like, as an artist, as a person, like, things like that. Like, influenced me? Um, I don't mean, I mean, I don't know, but I'm just going to answer, like, the same question that you guys did first, and then yeah. I'll try to interpret that. Yeah. Um, like, I was, like... It was, I want to say, yeah, yeah, like around the same time as like Nas, like Seven the Crazy shit. Well, you know, he was eighth, I think, or what, something like that. And it was like, so I can't remember what was the very first underground artist that I like, listened to. I want to say it might have actually been one of the, from starting out, like listening to one of the songs on the freaking like Def Jam Fight for New York soundtrack because they had that game on PSP. <laughs> but yeah where i got put onto the mf doom was through this funny little app which i don't even know if it exists anymore called the uh, slacker radio yeah and yeah i had slacker radio it was like free as fuck without like all like the extra shit like the playing songs on demand you could listen to stations for free right so that's yeah. what i was doing you could put you could do stations based on just just like the stuff they do nowadays there's like the you know artist or album or whatever and uh the way that i found out about them is the one station where i found out about the most like super just like like all the all the acclaimed like hip-hop head like almost like borderline backpacker shit was through the atmosphere station so the station for the artist atmosphere Mm-hmm. So I found out about Atmosphere first, and then when I put on, a, and then when I put on a what do you call it, on the Atmosphere station, the very first MF Doom song that played for me was Meat Grinder. Oh, damn! That's that was one the first start. one. Yo. Also, yeah, yeah, yeah. That shit was bugged out because like even even in the in the beginning, like just that little like like intro of like it plays the yeah. the sound, 
like uh mm -hmm. three times and then uh you hear like the voices and the horns going off in the background like this crazy drum break yeah. right and then this like little i'm thinking like what dude you know i not in a way that it was bad right like I, I had no negative reaction to it but i was just like what am i in for and then the bass line hits you Bro. know the yeah. bass line hits and then that and then that little sliding guitar that sounds hella similar to something out of spongebob and then you just start yeah. rapping right and you just start rapping and you just don't stop rapping you know what I mean? Like that was like he just, I was like the oh, that was like the feeling of it. And I was thinking I was thinking like this guy's voice sounds really fucking cool with this beat, man. It sounds like like it's got some kind of other intent to it, you know? And then like uh after that, you know, uh while I thought it was cool, you know, I just remembered like, oh yeah, this is a cool song. I would listen to it sometimes, but while I keep using Slacker Radio, like they kept recommending more songs off Mad Villainy, and then later on songs off Operation Doomsday and songs off Moon Food. So uh, that was like my introduction to Doom. And then where I really started to bury into his work is I saw a review for Mad Villainy. Um, and then through Mad Villainy, I found out who Mad Lib was, et cetera, et cetera. I listened to Mad Villainy and it was one of those albums where the first time I listened to it, I had to like, I had to like sit down and like reflect on like my idea of what music is. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like it's kind of weird because it's like, it just blew my mind away. I never heard anything that was like that. You know, the way that, um, the way that, like, uh, Madlib, like, used those samples and, like, made it sound like, cause, you know, it's like all this, like, crazy ass Brazilian music. He made a bunch of the beats while he was in Brazil and then he made it sound like some fucking superhero, supervillain shit. Like, that was nuts. Um, and I mean, just the structure of that album is just like, it's definitely his most influential work to date simply because of the whole like nobody else in hip-hop at that time was doing no choruses short songs like, and now that's the standard for example yeah 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 like you hear like dr dre has went on numerous rants about how you're not a real songwriter if you can't write a good hook etc cetera, etc cetera. and then it's mm -hmm. like something like this comes out you know what i mean and it's like it just completely changed the idea of like how we looked at hip-hop you know what i mean it took hip-hop back to the bare bone structure can you rap can you make beats like the bare Bro. bone structure of what makes hip-hop hip-hop and it just it literally it's, took it's me it's like so two beautiful. or three years to realize he just didn't have any hooks on it i was like wait a second this fucking album has no hooks There's no like hooks no <laughs> hooks and so and some of the shaw songs are even under a minute long you know and then and then even, it also even it, it a, did also take me five years to uh five years until i figured out that mm, food is an anagram of mf doom but like let's not talk doom, about that yeah one. yeah I had, no i had my uh, i had my friend message me that literally last week and i was like bruh yeah but um <laughs> the um yeah but that album was crazy and then obviously after that the next one i listened to was um doomsday and then mm, food and then danger doom too but you know what i what i wanted to comment on is that i had already heard a bunch of mf doom's music before i even knew his name who he was that he made beats etc etc already on adult swim and i just had no idea mm. you know i make the I'm, i've made the joke that adult swim that i thought i was watching a bunch of stupid jokes late at night but really i was subconsciously having my music taste molded for me but like <laughs> that's like actually true that's like actually true because the artist that I was exposed to through uh, Adult Swim bumps, and I always remembered their bumps. I'm like, dude, like I would used to tell my friends, like Adult Swim was like the best music in between their shows out of like any channel I've ever like I can watch, and like because they the the artists that they featured before are you know they featured LP, Jay Dilla, 
MF Doom. Um, what's it called? The uh, Flying Lotus. Flying Lotus got his start in his musical career, making music for uh, what do you call it? Adult Swim. So like, you know, that was just fucking crazy. And I can remember like numerous of uh, of MF Doom's beats. They used to just play as Adult Swim bumps, and I used to listen to those beats too, actually. But somebody uploaded them as six beats, like as if that was an artist name. But they were just songs off of a uh, what do you call it? Special Herbs. Oh my and gosh, so li- just someone fucking to... taking them all. Yeah, 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 yeah. I used to listen to those, uh, what do you call it, uh, in like uh, like 6th and even like 5th grade. So I was listening to Special Herbs before I listened to Doom, and I had no idea it was him, and then all these years later I found out that was his music, and I was like, wow, that's crazy. Well, if that makes sense, because this shit always sounded fucking cool as fuck. But yeah, that was my experience with him. And then, and then the next phase of that was getting into all these artists that were just as crazy about him as I was. Earl Sweatshirt, uh, Joey Badass. I didn't get into Tyler, the creator, until, like, much later, but I did used to like some of his beats already, even before I liked his music. And, uh, yeah, man, just hearing all these guys, like, geek out about him and, like, how good he is, and I'm like, well, yeah, he is, but also, like, all these artists are just influenced by him. I feel like, personally, MF Doom gave birth to the internet rap scene because... He definitely gave birth to, like, the yeah, because the inter- range of artists... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the, a lot of people. Yeah, because the internet rap scene is full of sample-based music, uh, not all the time, but uh, you know, it's it was it was full of sample-based music. A bunch of artists that I say internet because they're not underground and they're not mainstream. They live yeah. only on the internet. You know, they live on like YouTube, and, like Dat Piff, Dat, not Dat Piff downloads, but uh, what's the what, what was the website I used to get all my mixtapes at? Oh, I forget, I forget, dude. DJ Booth, DJ Booth, like DJ Booth. Yeah, no way I hit DJ. Yeah. Yo. Yeah, Yo. yeah, yeah. I downloaded. I, I used to download 1999 Summer Nights on DJ Booth. You know the, the what do you call it? The first Earl tape. All that Man. stuff was on there, bro. Rare, rare chandeliers. That was another project that was crazy about in the internet rapper. Yeah, so I used to get all that stuff on DJ Booth. So it's like, you know, because yeah, a bunch of that music was you know no hooks. Um, some of the song could be pretty short. And the beats were also just, yeah, very, you know, like, a, what do you call it? Like, constructed in the same kind of way, like, sample-based, yeah. really hard drums. Mm-hmm. Low fidelity, like, all that shit. Yeah, dirty yeah, yeah, yeah. Some of, them, some of them were, like, pretty pretty damn dirty, too, you know? And then, obviously, like, a 1999 had two MF Doom beats on it. Uh, and then uh, Joey also rapped over more MF Doom beats on his, like, remix tape and yeah. stuff like that. All his friends were easily as crazy about Doom as he was. Dude, Amethyst Rocks? Fucking crazy, man. Yeah. Yeah, for real, for real. So it's like you know, um, yeah. So there was that, and then the to me the third phase was the abstract hip hop that came in recent years, the past like four or five years. Dudes like Milo and stuff. Where, for example, I'm not gonna lie, in a lot of Doom songs, you think he's sticking to a supervillain theme, but oftentimes he kind of goes like off track and he just still keeps rapping, even though it's yeah. like, for example, like he'll do like four bars where he's just referencing like a like a MK Ultra or something like yeah and it's just in the middle of the song there's no like segue into it it's just there and then he keeps rapping about villain shit you know what i mean like so i feel like in a way his like writing and his writing style was very very instrumental to getting dudes music to really pop off like quelle chris um milo open mike eagle you know all the like big like abstract all the big abstract rappers because like yeah because i mean his his interpretation of hip-hop from like his earlier work in a sense was kind of abstract like he kind of redefined like what you could do with rap music 
and i mean that's the whole point with abstract rap is to me abstract rap is you know obviously like the beats feel like loose and weird and then all the lyrics you don't know if they're actually talking about something or not and i feel like there's a decent amount of doom's work that's like that he's he's like the first i feel like he was like the first rapper that when i was like because i was always like one of those people that's like yo the lyrics are the lyrics are important like they gotta tell a story blah 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 and then well, i listen you know, to doom and i'm like it doesn't fucking like like old head i'm like it doesn't fucking matter story. yeah i'm like i'm i'm listening to yeah. doom and i'm like bro he's just rapping about like fucking whatever and like sometimes he he is telling a story like in those but like it's never no, yeah, yeah, he never needs that's to not, that's not yeah, all of his music but that's the thing is you can't define yeah. all of doom's music by one thing either yeah exactly he and really i'm like and, and it was, want, it was him it was him that made me feel like Charito, you gotta like Charito. i gotta just stop going crazy like i gotta stop like taking everything so seriously like i does it sound good is he is he spitting these bars bro yeah okay i like yeah, it yeah, like yeah, it's true. fine yeah, like, I mean, like, for example, like, like, even like one of the two of the examples I can think of are like songs off like his the Danger Doom project, which was other mm. stuff that I that I'd already heard on Adult Swim Bumps, obviously, mm. was uh, like, like, oh, the the song Aqua Teen Hunger Force. He literally just raps about the, the show. Yeah. Like, yeah, I like the show. I'm going to rap about it, you know, and just like intertwining all these like crazy little multis and like cheeky, funny ways of saying things, you know, and. And, and oh my god, he has that little like trademark thing where it sounds like he's about to say a cuss word and then he stops and it says something different. Like, that's so cool. Like, he's he's such a clever, such a clever writer, man. And like the little type of words he would use and, you know, he'd add extra syllables like, uh, like uh, what do you call it? To make you more better, uh, like better. Like, <laughs> I don't know, man. Like he was, he was such a, he's such a very like crafty writer another song is like oh what do you call it i'm gonna I'm come up with a new topic to rap about we're gonna rap about that's a urine and he literally raps about piss for like a yeah. minute and 50 seconds and he does it like excellently <laughs> like, <laughs> like it it doesn't even sound like he's talking about a stupid ass subject because he's just so crafty yeah. with it like i feel like he almost would just challenge himself just like he, he was the kind of guy that was like creative for the sake of just like you know trying to not ever be bored in the slightest bro like, he definitely had like a dictionary next to him on some of these songs just like or the yeah, story yeah like, yeah i just want to fucking like sound whatever. too nerdy though it was just like words no, that were it sounded it flowed he always know? made it sound like yeah, flow. Yeah, he yeah. always made it flow it made it really fun like, every yeah. time he had a way to put words together sound like yeah. fucking like hobson or some shit like doing it you know what i mean yeah 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 but like not as wife yeah <laughs> i just took a chance to make fun of hobson again like i just want to always make fun of hobson <laughs> You can never not make fun of the Hobson dude. He's like the most like, <laughs> he's like he's like he's like he's like he's like he's like the rapper that's like the most convinced that like there's like nothing wrong with him and everybody else in his life is in the wrong. And he's like made a career yeah. out of it. It's like actually funny. All right, yo. So, I because I gotta ask like what I I think I've talked about this with you guys before, but like, what's your favorite like Doom project? That's like such a hard one because it's like I it's mean like, obviously what, like there's some easy answers, mm -hmm. but you know. It can yeah. be hard. But like what yeah, yeah, what's what's one that like you go back to it and it's just like it's like the first time almost every time. Like it's just it's just every time you listen to it, it's just like this is so crisp. Every single time I could listen to this straight through. I mean, to make it easy, like that's that's mad villainy for me. So like I think mad villainy for everybody. Which is I think yeah. I've listened to Mad Villainy, like I'll just put it on and i'll be like yeah i'll just put it on straight through and and then like it Mad finishes and I go, like, like cheating in my opinion 
only because <laughs> like so... for example like look look because me me and me and Nas like I don't know about you Johan but me and Nas have like mad lip goaded like to us he's like best alive right now yeah oh no dude that's it's like no, no, no question I, I agree I you know what I mean and I feel I feel like I feel like and he hit his like he started to hit like his like peak of how good he was a producer like around like your 2002 or so and he would just never stop being good because he showed mm. signs of being good in the 90s and stuff like that oh especially when no no my bad my bad I take that back to me he hit a sign of being good starting like the unseen mm. the yeah. unseen was like where his where his beats like really started popping off in yeah. my opinion where he started to see like new highs and like creativity and stuff like that and then once he moved on from the uh or not moved on but once he started experimenting with other machines beside the sp1200 he no longer had to rely on just making beats with like only 10 seconds worth of sample time he could just make these really long loops compress the fuck out of them add some extra uh what do you call it sound effects and stuff and you know that's that's where some of the uh songs are famously made like on mad villainy too like everybody like talks about like uh everybody has that picture of his setup when he made raid mm -hmm. You know, it's like a famous picture, and yeah, people want to be contrarians like... about it. Yeah, yeah, people <laughs> want to be contrarians about it, but they're missing the point. Dude. The point isn't that he literally only made the whole album like this. Like, that's not the point, and that's of course that's not true. Like, stop falling mm -hmm. for the bait. But like, the point is, is that it's like if you just have like, I don't know, if you just have like that creative, intuitive mindset, yeah. you'll put together like good work. And that's where both of them were at when they made that album yeah mm -hmm. you know there's so many things that went right for that album to sound good that it's like mm -hmm. it feels almost like 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 i don't know like destiny you know what i mean like it's yeah. like because it's well, like, like they even like doom man. himself doom himself said like yeah we did like we were both in the house and we like never yeah. talked kind of like talk, dude. No. they just did shrooms <laughs> with each other every once in a while they like, just that's, never talked. That's funny as hell, bro. That, yeah, that's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. They literally so said sick. they their their schedules their schedules were not made like around each other only a sense that when one of them was working the other was sleeping so they would stay yeah. in what is now i'm pretty sure it was the bomb shelter which is like the famous like original location where stonestar was and everybody who was on the label just like lived there for a while so that's like that's fucking yeah yeah crazy. yeah it's, it's like no so there'd be somebody like drumming in the other room and somebody mm. in the other other room is like writing raps and then somebody's making beats in the other other room and because it was like it was it was actually like i know it was big enough that it was like an actual bomb shelter and then like they moved in there and started their uh started the label and shit but yeah how it was is they say that madlib would leave a cd doom would go listen to it write some raps he'd record the raps on a cd and then he'd leave that cd for 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 uh madlib and then he'd listen to it and then they do that but they never talked they just like had like a had like almost like a non-spoken just exchange with each other and, and that's how that's how like the that. album came to be yeah 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 but, um, yeah so it's it's yeah. it's nuts bro and then and then and then they even talk to each other like you know oh like like during during my lifetime i never really felt like i had a musical like partner like this is my partner like when you see them in like interviews with each other and shit mm -hmm. you know and they both went to the record store with each other and then there's hella famous stories about how you know like it was uh like they'd go to the record store like with jay dilla jay dilla would go with doom and doom would go madly yeah. madly would go dilla like they all shot together and stuff so yeah you know it was a, it was like a like a very beautiful space of like very creative minds at that time we all and might that's what mad villainy is a product of yeah yeah so too many things went too perfect for that album to sound the way that yep. it is which is a big reason also why they don't want to release the second one yeah one would call it the underground illmatic <laughs> yeah yeah like 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 yeah 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 things like that like like i remember like madlib's like to paraphrase madlib he's like y'all have too many expectations 
like yeah, before we just yeah. did what we felt like now it has to like live up to something yeah yeah no that yeah gosh that there's so much truth in that where it's just like we're all expecting yeah. now it's like no nah, they just dropped that shit and it like it happened like, <laughs> they they kept working with each other over the years and stuff they would release singles and stuff you know they had the monkey suit single uh mm -hmm. one of my favorite doom songs ever is the mad villainy single paper mill and it's so mm -hmm. short Yo. but the beat is fucking crazy <laughs> oh my god this german rock sample he looped up jesus man it sounds amazing uh but yeah like they they would drop subsequent singles and then they they uh they officially released the avalanche single you know like four years ago and that was the last bit of uh mad villainy that we would experience or mad villain that we would experience and yeah. then and then uh madlib madlib would keep uh producing uh songs for his other albums one beer came out the same year and then uh oh and oh i forgot um doom had a verse on a quasimodo track so that's essentially a mad villain song so they would be on each other's shit but yeah they never released like more stuff besides a few singles and i'm mm -hmm. glad they went that route because you know we wouldn't have what we'd have today yeah, everybody. Doing we it. might see a lot of Doom content for the same reason we see a lot of Dilla content because you know it's like yeah. kind of the only thing that's keeping their family afloat. Yeah, but like you know, at the same time, like if it if it isn't possible, like I can understand that because you know, uh, when it comes to the underground scene, there isn't really well besides Dilla for the aforementioned reason, there isn't really like such like a positive outlook on pos. I forgot how to pronounce it. Posthumous, posthumous, yeah. Posthumous albums, yeah. There isn't really such a positive outlook on posthumous albums to what happened to, um, oh, I forgot what exactly was the dude's name, but he was signed to Def Jux Records and he was a good friend of like LP and Aesop Rock and then he died and his album wasn't finished but lp released it anyway and like aesop thought that was disrespectful and i believe that's why they still don't like really fuck with each other anymore mm. ah that makes sense yeah so that's the most famous case that uh, i can think of yeah because of how, how that album like handled. 30 fucking albums well not Pac, but like death death row released yeah. 30 fucking yeah. albums after he yeah died. yeah that, i mean so i'd say like... that's a more let's say that's a more like mainstream example but I mean, yeah, I mean, with, with Pac, they just, I mean, like, because his the last two years, he was literally recording a song every two days, like, yeah. the last two years of his life. So. Even with Dilla's so much shit to release, music so. up till, like, mm -hmm. 2015. I, I feel like mm -hmm. Doom, I feel like yeah. Doom is the type of artist that if I was, if we were to never get anything posthumous, like, I mean, hold up. <laughs> yep, that's what I thought, yep. Um, we technically have one posthumous release already with that gta song oh lunch break yeah yeah, yeah that's true we, we do uh, we do because i mean no, by the time I that came out we didn't know minimum yeah. singles because he's just made too much fucking music yeah and i don't think they're gonna let it like sit around simply for the fact that he's made too much fucking music i feel like but if we didn't get time, any more albums like if we didn't get more projects i'd be perfectly okay because he's the type yeah, of yeah, person I'd be okay. like his his like catalog his career has been so fulfilling that if I never got anything else Doom ever again, I feel like I'd be okay. Yeah. And it's like so many people are influenced by his work that they're kind of carrying on like the spirit of like his creativity too. Mm -hmm. You know, we're never, because of what he's done, we're never not going to have hip hop that's inspired by Doom anymore. Yeah. Or inspired like, by people that were directly inspired by him. Exactly. Like look at some rap songs. Look at like Feet of Clay kind of like, like I feel like, I feel like Even that. that did Eric Earl. Yeah. That he hated really, the comparisons, but. I yeah, really on, hope. Dude. I really hope 
like people don't expect someone to take like take the reins of that a little um but i hope to just like but we but we've already seen like his influence just spread to everyone so it's like his influence yeah. is crazy everybody gave him his flowers which, that's what i loved about it like yeah fucking even 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 playboy cardi shouted him out in the rap line i wasn't expecting that um a lot of people were hating on drake because he quoted he in a tweet he quoted i remember Doom. that I so remember it's that. like it's crazy to think how many famous people Drake's like, a know who he is. Like, like yeah yeah for real no nah, he he came up hella underground before he did yeah, the yeah. shit he does he today. wanted to be a rapper like, he was working with he, he was working yeah. with ninth wonder and shit like yeah well i was yeah. i was like telling like i'm like telling friends of mine who like didn't didn't know who doom was i'm like well think about it like this if doom didn't exist uh drake probably wouldn't be rapping the way he he did like when he came like, out not yeah. in the same way yeah when he came out he probably wouldn't he probably wouldn't be rapping the same way he did we wouldn't have doom yeah i do yeah. oh yeah we wouldn't have doom yeah, he was he was, uh, uh, he, was have... he springboarded the, yeah. so many people into like like really putting effort into their like rap shit doom didn't exist yeah. we wouldn't have a stone's throw bro yeah <laughs> nobody Honestly. would really know stones throw like that those were the first acclaimed releases like big ass acclaimed releases were like uh what's it called the uh, mad villainy and donuts those are yeah. like the big ones that really put stones throw on the map and that's really all you need for real yeah and and they're still fucking killing it too i mean even the even last fucking year with uh what do you call it little dominique's nosebleed like stones throw doesn't know what it is to stop putting out good music yeah like bro, bro. so yeah sh shouts out to them and to them making that project happen because i remember if i remember correctly the label owner yeah, butter wolf was the guy that helped um what do you call yeah. it uh madlib and doom hookup and shit like that yeah. and then also yeah. rhyme stairs put out food but that's another thing too is that doom bounced around so many other labels which labels own the rights to which of his music you know what i mean it might be a while. I think it's Stones Throw doing Stones Throw is doing the repressings for Mad Villainy right now. Oh well, well yeah, like stuff like that. But I mean, as yeah. far as like anything that they feel like letting out of the vault. Oh yeah, mm. it might it's be up like, to his family. Tr truthfully, it's probably be up to his family. Yeah, you know. So like, like I mean, you know, like that. Yeah, I say, I say because only because of the like sheer amount of music he made. Like, I'd be surprised if we don't see a few singles, like, within the next few years. But that's about all I can really, like, say about yeah. that. Mm -hmm. All I can really, like, do about that. But you are you are right, though, uh, Johan, as far as, like, his music's, like, it does speak for itself already. And he's not a guy who made, like, one or two good albums and dipped. Yeah. Like, he never stopped. He would just make shit. Dipped. He would just make shit. shit. Bad thing. And, he and he has so many features the past few eight years, too, on other people's shit. Yeah. No, exactly. Yeah, I don't uh, think and fucking something really like objectively well not objectively but like bad because even like the albums people like don't like yeah. as much like jj doom like i was listening to jj doom again and i'm like Dude, damn i like JJ this doom. album though yeah, yeah i'm like i like this even album. even on his somewhat weaker albums he has a bunch of great tracks on him hello governor is fired like oh you know what was one collab that uh or one collab and another another artist that uh knows about doom and shit that we know now knows about doom is fucking radiohead dude yeah you're right you're right yeah because elo governor was on tom york's like top singles of the year and then he would do two do two doom remixes him and the guitarist uh i believe also from radiohead johnny greenwood mm. it was it's so cool to just see to see like all of, like like you guys said like everyone's giving him his flowers um but 
He feels like someone that like when he was alive, people would give no, him. No, no, no. I already, I already like, remember. I love it too. Yeah. I had a huge hip hop head uh, English teacher. What a surprise, right? A bunch of English teachers love rap, actually. But I remember I actually had the conversation with him. I want to say maybe seven or six years ago that I was thinking like, nobody's going to appreciate this guy until he's dead. Like mm-hmm. universally appreciate him until he's dead. I, like, I don't think so. Like even when, for example, because I surprisingly I met Nas from one of the most cursed places in social media, which is a normies hip hop group, like Hell to discuss hip hop. Yeah, yeah. yeah wait, what do you from, mean? You know, what do you I, mean I think I met Nas. you too. I you met me from the same yeah, group. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I met you too. Met. Yeah, yeah. From the same, we all met from the same group, and it's just like, and dude, they they hated him. They uh, people would go in like like bro, a, I remember about who about how he was objectively bad. Bro, I think I would. Oh my god! Like they said I would it was like not a matter of opinion. Those. It was like he does not rap on beat. He does not Bro, rap on beat. Bro, I literally would. I would literally to respond to those and like argue argue against. Dude, I was like, I, I was so mad every time I saw those. Like, I, fall, I was fire, just thinking fire, like, bro, because none of y'all listen to underground rap. So like, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Because yeah. I was thinking like, like the only underground rap they listen to is either a local rapper that like they know somewhat personally. Or like an internet rapper, they're like Big Crit. Oh my God, that group can never stop shutting up about Big Crit. Bro, but people used to blame not. me when I said anything somewhat negative about Big Crit, and I like his music. You know, <laughs> it's like I said anything. I said anything mildly like they were about Big Crit, bro. People used to flame me, bro. You go, what you yeah. smoking, bro? Like they're like, bro. Like I said anything about Big Crit. Nas, what are you gonna say? say? Anything bad about any St. Louis rapper? And it's just, oh no, you would die. Oh you would die. Yeah. There's so about. many people from from fucking misery in there. <laughs> uh, yo, but it's like, it was just nice that kind of like I was seeing more. Like, people who like, like, I would see people who like Doom, like, a lot. Like, I feel like I have talked to maybe two people ever that are like, yeah, I listen to my, but it's oh, like. Oh, you want to know what's, like, crazy? <laughs> How, uh, I just remembered my experience was different from your guys's because a bunch of people in my high school would listen to him. Just That's not crazy. the same people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A bunch of people in my high school listen to MF Doom uh, over here in the East Bay 510. Like. A lot of people, what's it called? Uh, not the same people that were listening to like Chief Keef and shit. Like mm-hmm. they wanted nothing to do with us. But like almost every single skater knew who he was in my school. So the skaters, like they just had this thing where they started getting into hella like underground hip hop and internet rap. And they all knew about the Joey Badasses and the Action Bronsons and the Earl Sweatshirts. And they knew about MF Doom too. And like, yeah, like there are other people that listen to his music. Like uh, I had a I had a decent amount of uh, friends that would listen to his music. Just anybody who listened to like other type of rap, like he was there. And there's a decent amount of those people in there, mostly like skaters and shit. Look, bro, so I went to a very, I went to a very very white school. I went to a very white school, so it was like, I found Doom, and I'm like putting my boys on, and like some of them were like, yeah, he's cool, he's okay. Um, uh, and some of them were like, yeah, he's cool. Uh, and I recognize like how good he like I don't think I had any friends that like really got into him like that but they like recognize kind of what he what he was and what he stood for yeah I, yeah, I yeah. do have one I do have one friend on here um that he he came in after he came in as like a sophomore and he's like yo this sh- like do like, he's the only other person like in, in high school that was like yo doom fire like awesome so I was super like like I was pretty alone on doom about doom yeah like yeah and then, and then all of them all my English teachers too that uh because I remember there was another one that was a hip-hop head he was like this like mega afrocentrist right that like got sent mm-hmm. to another school because they said he was like 
he was like, what is it? Uh, sorry, dude, I just had to drop this in because I think you guys would be, right, I think it'd be fine. interesting no, for, interesting that's for that's the bot. He was like, yeah, he's, I, I don't want to, uh, I don't want to like dox him or anything, but like, he was like this like white dude, right? That was like, you know, supposedly like hella mixed and like, I can kind of see it. But like, mm. he got sent to another school because like they said that he was like molding the kids like too much you know what i mean like he was too like brainwashy or something Crazy. like that yeah he 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 his class was african-american literature and you could take it instead of regular english and get your english credits and i had that class hey yeah Crazy. so he 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 basically he basically fucking like what do you call it a decolonized pill but like everybody <laughs> that was in his class <laughs> And he would reference he would reference MF Doom too, but uh, it was mostly the the other English teacher that was a huge hip hop head and stuff. Like he even wrote like a little like short rap for the class and stuff. It wasn't it wasn't bad though. There was another mm. teacher at my school that was like, like he was like a cringe rapper because he couldn't rap on beat. Huge Eminem fan. He was a fucking like P teacher. Yeah, just throw him in the trash. Yeah, for real, for real. But yeah, um, what's it called? So yeah, like that that was another thing also for MF Doom. For example, even in my in my art class, like. I would draw like a i did an art project where it was like this stingy right like this uh like piece of black like something like you would make designs in it by scratching the material off and then it would reveal like this really like shiny like metal uh texture right like it would be like silvery so like when i saw that i was like oh yeah i'm gonna do epic doom's mask so you know i did that and i wrote like the album titles around it and shit and then uh, oh yeah my art teacher was like oh hey it's mf doom because uh what do you call it she's uh she's like connected into all sorts of types of music to where she's personally met slug before uh when she stayed with her cousins in minnesota yeah and i mean well slug was close to doom because of the whole little rhyme series connection yeah, shit like that. So I feel like compared to your guys' uh, like experiences, Doom was a little bit more like understood here, at least by like the all crowd. Because of course, like I said, the kids that were listening to, uh, uh, okay, so a big local rapper rapper here that's like very famous here is like Filthy Rich. The kids that were listening to Filthy Rich, you know, were not interested in MF Doom. But the, the what do you call it? The kids that were listening to yeah, like Joey Badass, Action Bronson, ASAP Rocky, like. They they got MF Doom. They understood him, and you know I had a coworker too uh, a few years ago that he was talking about how, but he was like a straight up like hood dude, right? And like a lot of those a lot of those guys out here, like just yeah, just speaking out here, like yeah, of course they didn't want anything to do with MF Doom. But he said that he had a friend that like listened to his music, and he said that he could like kind of like respect it, like he understood like where he was yeah. coming from, even if it wasn't for him. That was that's what I was hoping with a lot of my friends is just like yo even if you don't listen to them even if you don't like understand like, maybe like understand this it's different yeah. like that's all I want you to like you know like like kind of get more or less you know understand yeah. why he could like understand yeah yeah impact. why people care so much yeah like when people were like dude who like who is this guy he's like not relevant I'm like dude shut the now um <laughs> I hate I hate using he's your rapper's favorite rapper your favorite rapper favorite rapper I hate saying that but it's like damn like. It's Here's really a list of rappers like, that wouldn't like, exist. Like Frank, he's like the Frank Zappa of hip hop. Yeah. Because actually, like Frank, yeah. Zappa, because like Frank Zappa, like dude, he put out so much acclaimed work. Nobody bought his records. But for example, mm -hmm. like one of the guys that's famous for being one of the greatest guitar players of all time, had huge tours. Like his whole shtick, and not to say he didn't make bad music, but his whole shtick was he's a god of guitar. With Steve mm -hmm. Vai. Steve Vai would bring like like a Frank Zappa on tour, and even though Frank Zappa isn't famous for being a guitar player, like they would play back and forth, like try to outplay each other, like on tour, like they were super cool with each other. 
um, almost every famous rock artist like ever, uh, what do you call it, uh, from that era that Frank Zappa was out can like talk about Frank Zappa. Like, oh yeah, like he's, he's, he's cool. Like they all knew about him. They worked with him, recorded with him, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, like he never sold like hella records. And to this day, like a lot of rockheads, like they know Frank Zappa, like, but you know, like, yeah, he didn't sell a lot of records. MF Doom is kind of like that in a way. And it's kind of funny because I found out about Frank Zappa's music through Doom. He sampled his music on uh, the uh, Gumbo interlude from the food mm-hmm. yeah so for the close off uh top five doom songs if you can if you can't damn that's damn that's oh no no i can i can look i'm just telling you it's not like a like a definitive top five it's just probably like the top five i can think of off the top word um who else wants to go first? Anyone else want to go first? I guess I can crack at it first. Um, yeah. Definitely Lightworks. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lightworks, yeah. <laughs> uh, one Beer, obviously. Meat Grinder. Count that one for me, too. Count that one for me, too. I think I want to say Operation Breathment. Yo, that's um, a... That is one that I don't hear people put on like a list like this. Yeah. Often. But it's really... You know, there's... It's Ooh. my most listened. I think it's one of my most listened to songs. There's a remix version of that one on Mad Villainy 2 that's like really high up there for me. Word. Yeah. Um, besides the ones that Nod said, I really like Perfect Hair. That one is dope. I just really yeah. like that beat. I don't know. And I and I thought the verses are great. For um, my last one, I would say Angels. Yeah. That's a good one, too. You really yeah. like Born um, Like This, huh? Yeah, I love Born Like This. It's probably my yeah. second favorite Doom album. Yeah. Good, oh, Gazillion good. Ear really though. Oh, like, that's you, my oh, one. You took one of mine. Gazillion Ear, bro. <laughs> Gazillion Ear. That the two Dilla beats smashed together, and then he's just like flowing yeah. over it the way that you know you expect him to. Yeah. Yeah. Those those are fucking great. But yeah, Perfect Hair off Danger Doom. I just I wish the song was longer. That's like the one Doom song that it's like because most of the songs it's like it's charming that it's short. Like no, I wish Perfect Hair was longer. Um. And. I really fucking like uh what is it vomit spit vomit spit is one of my favorites off of food yo vomit, vomit spit. spit is so fucking good he's the, to me that's the one that's like his rapping is like the catchiest mm. like it's the catchiest verses that I think he's wrote like off the top of my head I really like this shit that he's saying uh, fucking vomit spit. whole cakes I forgot about whole cakes whole cakes yeah, yeah. <laughs> Super. Met this okay. girl and she wants me to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just, just shit like that. Like how, how he was, he, he made a beat, and like the drums are just straight up beatboxing. Yeah. And like that's the regular. The, that's the whole last song. He just compressed the beatboxing. Like, like taking you know, the, he, he really did what he wanted. from Supersonic, nuts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Big putting chops. Like, like it's so, it's so good, bro. It's so good. It's so good. Yeah, him as a producer too, a little bit underrated. He had more songs that were just, that were like more than just straight up loops. I think he gets too famous for that because everybody's first comment on his on his beats are yeah, but he mostly does loops. He has a bunch of songs where it's like he's doing some creative stuff too with the drums and like extra effects he puts into oh, it. Oh, he's goaded, so, bro. He influenced yeah a lot of like a lot of other niggas yeah. like me, one of them. But oh yeah, for real. Oh shit, is it me now? Oh, yes, fuck. sir. Uh, I, well, I gotta say my number one. My number one is Doomsday. Just of course. 
Yeah, yeah Doomsday, Doomsday is like it's, it's different. Now. Not only do not only do I have the memories. Yeah. yeah, like I think the first time I listened to Doomsday after after his yeah, death, rhymes like dimes to too has to be in my five or like a six. Yeah. Man. Oh yeah, rhymes See, like dimes I, is super fucking good. Like to me that that has cool. like the vibe of so many of his songs. Just how like chill and smooth the beat is. Yeah. yeah. When I hear like the yeah. singing on Doomsday and like you just hear like the fucking oh my gosh, dude, it's so the, the little the little the little scratching sample in it. Yeah, all the scratching like it was just all and oh, then man, and then dude. towards towards the end of the song where it's just the scratching and then the bass line going mm-hmm. and the drums pounding hard. Yeah. Yeah, that shit was like perfect. Like it, it's like like it starts off like the way that song starts off where it's like mic check and. It's, boom right into it i'm like oh my gosh like this shit is perfect like yeah. um if i uh, I'm, I'm gonna try to not repeat because because i would have i would have said gazillionaire um i say potholders potholders is, is really good too potholders yeah. is my favorite song on on food. like hot shit bro yeah. when you hear that Gosh, Yo, shouts out shouts out all the people oh. quoting rap snitch conditions though that shit should have been a single bro yeah like rap like it should have been a single with its own video dude like if, if if he had the money of a major label bro like hey because that shit was so relevant at that time man like remember mm-hmm. the whole like the whole no snitching era and then people yep. like showing up people throwing up in court because like bro oh my god dude sorry it's just because to me it's, me, it's so yeah, like it's so it's so goofy in retrospect. Some people would like write lines like, "Oh, you know, I did this on this day to this people with this firearm," and it's like, "Dude, what the mm-hmm. fuck are you saying? Like, spin <laughs> the story up, dude. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, arrest me, please. Like, stop doing that." Oh no, dude. Uh, I <laughs> that's that video of every time I see that video of 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 uh Yasin Bey fucking laughing about it I'm like dude it's so funny like that song is hilarious yeah, yeah. Another you see the perpetrator yeah, yeah I'm right here <laughs> yeah uh if I was to give a couple more um fucking on Victor Vaughn uh can I watch and now mostly it's because I love Apani B and everything she does like every time she shows up on anything I'm like I love her stuff but like they they work really well together on that like it's Bro, I fucking love that song. Like, holy shit. Um, yeah. And uh, and the last two would be on uh, on on Mad Villainy, which would be fucking. <sighs> See, I'm gonna give it a tie, a tie between all caps and accordion, because all caps is the second song. <laughs> all caps is the second song. I like a lot too. Is curls. Curls, curls, dude, dude, curls is so curls is so curls cool. is a top five mad villainy song. I mean curls and Ren Rhinestone Cowboy too. Just the mm-hmm. compression. You know, it's like, I, well, it sucks because I think I is my favorite song on that the whole album. It is I mean dude, that album, the interlude like, song. song is, it's good yeah, bro. bro. That song is just it's underrated. Like, I couldn't um, find I, anything else about the, the girl they had sing on that shit. Stacey up? She has a collab oh, with DJ Okawari, I think. Uh, yeah, uh, okay. I, cool. I think I think I'd have to look back at DJ Okawari stuff, but yeah. But uh, accordion, I would say, dude, you go past you go past the illest villains, right? And like, it's really it's like a nice like intro, like I can't let them see me like this. Yo, also <laughs> the uh, the tie into the uh, LA beat scene with the Daedalus sample. Yeah. Oh, and Daedalus yeah, would later collab with Doom too. Yeah, because then I hear like accordion starts, and you're just like, what the fuck? Like, what am I listening to? Like, 
this is crazy. Um, like, and, it, and it's just kind of like you hear the accordion, you're just like, I've never heard anything like this in hip hop. Like, I at that point, I had never heard anything like that. And then he like, you yeah, just hear yeah. all the all the fucking rhyme, just like, just keep your eye out, like, I, I, cat, like, my yeah. brain.